I would like to welcome you to the Quality Christian Living Podcast, and I am your host, David Friend. We're in a series dealing with the promises of God. Today, we're going to deal specifically with the promise of peace. Now, this podcast has an important promise for all of us. That promise is simply to receive peace. Peace in decisions, in parenting, in marriage, and in work, and in every other area of our life. How to understand that peace will come and can come into our life as long as we surrender to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. There is the reality of peace, a promise becoming more active in your life each and every day. So get ready. I want you to receive it. I'm ready to bring this to you. So I pray that you'll receive the peace of God that passes all understanding. So with that, let's pray and ask for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this opportunity once again to bring this podcast to those who are listening in. I pray a blessing will be upon it. And now I ask for the Holy Spirit to come in and take charge, to take complete control, to direct me through this, how to cover various areas and how to interpret the scriptures, Lord, in the way, Lord, that it will bless people, Father, and help them to understand that these scriptures apply to help them find peace. I believe we're going to have a wonderful podcast today because we're going to ask you, Lord, to be in charge. Holy Spirit, do what only you can do. We yield to you all the time and effort we put into this. I pray that you would bless it and anoint it, and I pray that those who are listening in would receive a special touch this day to receive the promise of peace in their life. And I'll be careful to give you all the praise for it in advance. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now, I mentioned at the end of my last podcast that I'd be doing a podcast this week dealing with the topics of peace, hope, and purpose. And I really thought I could do that and kind of put something together that would be very helpful. But when I got into it and preparing it and, and studying and reading the Word of God, I began to understand that I cannot do one single podcast that will last about 30 minutes and talk about very difficult, very deep subjects of peace, hope, and purpose. So we're going to break that into three individual sessions. I'll not be able to cover all that today in this one, but today we're going to pray for the Holy Spirit to guide us as we take on the subject of the promise of peace. I'll do the other two podcasts in the next couple of weeks, but I don't know in what particular order they'll be in. We'll just ask for the Holy Spirit's guidance and direction when we get to that. So today, let's move on to the subject of how to receive the promise of peace from God. But first, let me ask you a question. Are any of you struggling with peace in your life? I'm sure that many are. It seems that that seems to be one of the common things that I find in people when I deal with them and trying to give them biblical counseling in their life. In the years that I served as a pastor for 20 years in North Scottsdale, Arizona, there was one thing that seemed pretty consistent with people and they were struggling in the area of having peace and decisions that they needed to make or peace in their marriage or with their raising their family or whatever it might be. So if that's something you're struggling with, I believe the Lord has something special for you today. And I believe he's given me some scriptures and some thoughts that'll be of help to you. So let's see what the Word of God has to tell us about peace. I'm going to start with 2 Thessalonians chapter 3 and verse 16 in the New Living Translation. The Apostle Paul here is writing to the church in Thessalonians, and he wants to talk to them and give them help and advice about how to live in peace. And so here are the words that he spoke. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you his peace at all times, and in every situation the Lord be with you all. You see, Paul was getting them to understand something very important. It's not 
that was something that we can just bring up on our own. It's something we just can't make up or think about positively or somehow say, well, I'm just going to have peace and that's the end of it. What Paul is telling us is that all peace comes from God, real peace, peace that lasts for an eternity, peace that lasts throughout our lifetime, peace that takes us through the challenges of life, peace that takes us through the, the, the good times and the joy that we have in life. The Apostle Paul was trying to get them to understand that the real peace in life is peace that comes from God. Because he says, now may the Lord of peace himself give you his peace. And then it says, in every situation. So that means good or bad, regardless of what we're going through, we can have the peace of God. And I believe that's something that people are looking for in their life. And I pray that that'll take place in yours and cling to this scripture claim that scripture for your promises of God in your life. Okay, let's move on now to John chapter 14 and verse 27 in the New Living Translation. Here Jesus is talking to his disciples. He's preparing them to try to understand that he's heading off to heaven to be with the Father. And so he's leaving them these words for instructions to help in their life. So in John chapter 14, verse 27 in the New Living Translation, these are the words of Jesus. I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift that that the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or be afraid. There's, you know, there's a lot to be said in that scripture. Jesus is telling them such great advice. He's given them wisdom that will help them get through the difficult times in life. And that's has passed on to us. It'll help us live through the difficult times in life. He says, I'm giving you a gift. This is a free gift that he's giving us. Those are that are followers of Jesus Christ to be in peace of mind and in your heart. And he says, and the peace that, that he gives, it's a gift that the world cannot give. So you see, we can't get it in the world. We can't find joy and happiness in the world. Oh, we can have fun in the world and there's things that we can do that's a lot of fun. But when it comes down to the more serious issues of life, the world has nothing to offer to us. God gives us peace of mind. God gives us peace in our heart. He gives us the peace of God that passes all understanding and it will guard our heart and our mind in Christ Jesus. So that's the peace that we want. That's the peace that Jesus is offering. And that's the peace, which is one of the greatest promises that God has for each one of his followers. Now let's look at another scripture that's really wonderful in helping us understand the kind of peace that Jesus is talking about. We find it in the book of John, chapter 16 and verse 33. Jesus is still talking to his disciples. He's trying to get them to understand that when he leaves, he's going to leave them so much and the Holy Spirit is going to fall upon them. He's telling them that they'll receive peace. They'll get comfort from him and on and on. But he says these words in the New Living Translation, John 16, verse 33. I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. Once again, here's another scripture that will help anyone who's going through challenges with having peace in their life. And Jesus is talking to his disciples, letting them understand that it says here, he says, so that you may have peace in me. That's where we find our peace. That's where we're going to have the strength and confidence where we can receive our peace. Because he says, here on earth you'll have many trials and sorrows. So we know that's going to happen. There's not a person listening in that haven't had some kind of trial or sorrow in their life. But Jesus said, in the world, you're going to have that stuff. He says, but take heart. That means believe in me, he says, because I have overcome the world. So we've got to put our faith and trust in God, in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, in the guiding and leading of the Holy Spirit in our life. And we can claim the peace of God in our life, in our minds, in our thoughts, in the challenges that we face. Those trials that are going to happen, those sorrows that are going to hit us, and the challenges that we face each and every day sometimes are things that we can overcome because Jesus has overcome all the challenges that the world wants to bring against all of us. 
Now, I have never met anyone who did not want to have peace in their life. They're seeking it, they want it, they desire it. Yet, then why do so many people struggle in finding peace? And then sometimes they get peace, but then they can't seem to hang on to it. Well, I believe the answer to that is that their source of peace can't come from something or something that they're looking for or some item in life or some person. We can only find true peace in our relationship with Jesus Christ. A lot of people try to find peace in, in alcohol or drugs or through a divorce and maybe finding someone else that they want to spend their, their life with or in a new job, a new career or in some other city or some other state and they just move around and their whole life they chase these things and those things don't bring peace. Peace only comes with a right relationship with God and having the Holy Spirit move in our life and help us to go through the trials and the challenges we'll face. Jesus is the only way to find lasting peace. Peace can be defined in many ways. It can be defined as calmness or tranquility or solace or just being happy or enjoying life and getting the fulfillment that God has placed for us. And here in the Word of God, He has hundreds of references to peace. I mean, I could spend, quite frankly, months just talking about all the peace that God wants to give us and the promises God has for each and every one of us. He wants us to live in peace. Now, I have two goals in this podcast. One is to help those who lack peace to find peace in their own life. And my second goal is to help those who have peace take the peace that they've received and help someone else find peace. Now, in both of these goals, we must find peace that will carry us through the good and the bad times in life. The Apostle Paul spoke on peace during the times that he was in prison. And when, he, and when he was free, he talked about peace. He talked about the good times and the bad times and what he went through. But he learned to be consistent in his walk with God and to continue to trust God and believe that God can bring him peace in his life. He describes it that peace as being content in all of his circumstances. So we read his words. And let me read some of those because they're so powerful. They're so amazing that they apply so much today. Think of this. He wrote these 2,000 years ago. And here we are 2,000 later after he wrote many of these scriptures in jail. And yet the words that he wrote apply to each each of us in our life each and every day. In Philippians chapter 4 in the New Living Translation, let me read a couple verses. Paul's writing and thanking people for all the kind things they've done to him. And now here Paul's in prison as he's writing this. And yet he's talking about how he's got peace. In verse 10, he says, how I praise the Lord that you are concerned about me again. I know you have always been concerned for me, but you didn't have have the chance to help. Verse 11, not that I ever was in need. Now listen to that. Never, I was never in need. He's been in jail. People went out trying to kill him. The, the man was shipwrecked. Everything in the world that could happen to a person happened to Paul. And he says, not that I was ever in need, for I have learned how to be content with whatever I have. Now there's one of the keys to having peace, to learn to be content with where you are. Now that doesn't mean that if you're down and out right now and you're struggling, your finances are terrible, that for the rest of your life, you have to be miserable and not have any success or finances or be blessed in any way. That's not what Paul's talking about. What he's saying is, is that when you have blessings, you can be at peace. When you don't have blessings, you can have peace because your trust is in God and you're living your life seeking his peace. And his peace does guard us and protect us and lead us. In verse 12, he says, I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. He says, listen to that. He says, I know what it's like to live when I don't have anything. And yet when I have everything, you know, he was a successful guy. He was a tent mater. 
maker. He was a prosperous man. The man did well. And then he gave all that up to follow Jesus. And then during that period of time, he literally didn't have any source of income, didn't have any way to get his finances taken care of. Yet people always took care of Paul and helped him in the challenges that he was facing. And so he writes here in in Philippians chapter 4, he says, I have learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it is with a full stomach or empty, with plenty or little. In verse 13, for I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. Wow. You know, I just sit there and hesitate for a second and think about the trials that we go through and hear Paul, all the challenges that he faced, and he's saying, I've learned the secret of living in every situation. You know, there is a secret to that, and that secret is to trust God, is put all of our confidence, all of our hope, and all of our trust in God. And Paul learned how to do that. And, you know, whether he says it's with a full stomach, that means whether he's doing well or empty or when he had plenty or when he had little, he says it really didn't matter because my confidence and my hope was not in what I had and what I owned, it's what I have in a relationship with Jesus Christ, knowing where I'm going to spend eternity, knowing that he's always there, knowing that Jesus is my source of strength and help, knowing that God is a very present help in times of trouble, knowing that God will never leave us or forsake us. That's what we have to put our confidence and our trust in. And if we do that, we'll be able to deal with the challenges that we face each and every day in our life. As we can tell, Paul was quite a guy. So I realize now that we're not all the Apostle Paul, and we're not intended to be. We're to be who God created us to be. The Apostle Paul, that's who he was, and that's how he lived. But he was teaching us on how we could live better than where we are living today. You know, the title of this, my podcast, is Quality Christian Living. What does that mean? Quality Christian Living means that we need to learn how to live a quality life as a believer in Jesus Christ. We don't have to just get by. We don't have to somehow just, some way, just crawl through life and, and hope to be blessed and somehow get through this, this, this ordeal we're going through. No, we need to live a quality life. Paul learned how to live a quality life, whether he had great finances or little, whether he was hungry or whether he was full, all the things that he faced in life, he learned he could live with that. And we can do that also. We don't have to be the Apostle Paul to do that. We just have to have our faith and our trust placed in Jesus Christ. You know, even though we can't be Paul and we shouldn't even think about being that, we still all have the same Holy Spirit living in us that Paul had living in him. We all have the same access to the comfort of the Holy Spirit. We have the promise of Jesus that he will give us his peace. So let's receive that and take it. Matter of fact, let me just pray for you. Father, right at this moment, I believe there's people that might be struggling a little bit listening to this and thinking, how can I get peace in my life? I'm going through trials. I pray that you would bless them, Lord, and that you would bring peace upon upon them, Father, and bring them into a, a comfort in you, Lord, and put, they place their trust in you and not in their circumstances or their trials, Lord. But I pray that peace would flow through them like a river, Father, and bless them and help them and keep them. For I thank you for it, and I believe that now. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You know, let me give you a couple more thoughts here. I have three ways to receive peace, either for yourself or when you're trying to teach someone else to, to receive peace that they need in their life. And these are vital if we want to live in peace in our life and receive that promise from God. Here's number one, help someone else find peace. This, this is going to reinforce in us how we live in peace. You know, if you know something you've gone through and you've learned a lesson, if you just keep that to yourself, you're robbing yourself of a blessing. When God blesses us, he wants us to be a blessing to someone else. So if you want to know how to keep peace in your life and, re, and to receive it and to keep it and to prosper in it, then help someone else find peace. The Bible tells us if we want something, we need to give it away in order to receive it back. It says that if you want to have friends, you need to be what? Friendly. 
We need to be a friendly person if we want to have friends in our life. So if we want people to have peace, we need to give our peace to them. We need to share our peace with them and help them find the peace. And you do that by the things, the scriptures that I've used, by the things that we've talked about today, and those things that help bring peace into your life. Number two, here's another way to receive peace. Listen to what Jesus said about peace. Just pull your Bible out. And if you want to just Google it and say, give us, give me scriptures in the Bible on where it talks about peace, and it'll throw a whole bunch of scriptures up there or get your Bible out and look in the back of it where there's a concordance, which a lot of people don't use today, and look for the word peace and look those up and read those scriptures and get them in your heart. And when you do that, when we do that, it starts becoming real in our life. So we need to listen to the what Jesus had to say about peace. And I've given you several scriptures and you can go back and listen to those if you want to, or I can give them to you once again real quick here. Second Thessalonians 3.16, Jesus talks about the, the he's the Lord of peace. And in John 14.27, Jesus is talking to his disciples and he says, I give you peace of mind and of heart. And in John 16, 33, Jesus talks once again about having peace. And so Paul talks about it in Philippians chapter 4, verses 11, 12, and 13. So lots of places to find it, but get the word of God in your heart and listen to those words and 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 accept that peace and live in that peace. And then three, here's another suggestion. Ask the Holy Spirit to bring and keep peace in our life. You see, when Jesus left, he said, I'm going to leave you the comforter and he's going to help you. He's going to guide you. He's going to comfort you. He's going to direct you. He's going to give you wisdom. He's going to tell you about the future and all these various things that the Holy Spirit does for each and every one of us. And sometimes we just sit alone with the Lord. We need to get quiet someplace and just pray and ask God to direct us and ask the Holy Spirit to bring things into our life that we need. And so I would encourage you, if you're struggling with having peace or holding on to it, then stop and be still and listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. You may not hear an audible voice, and you may. Most likely you won't, but you'll be impressed by the Holy Spirit to receive the peace of God that passes all understanding. So when you do those three things, I think you're going to find peace in your life. Now, these three points are not a peace that shows up when we receive a gift from someone. A lot of people think that, you know, they they can only get happy when they get a gift, when someone gives them something special. We've got to live above that. I mean, it's nice to get a gift. It's nice to give one away. That's wonderful, but that does not bring us peace. The peace that I'm talking about is not a peace that we try to pump ourselves up with by practice the the positive thinking crowd, that I'm just going to think positive. I'm going to think good. I'm going to think good. You know, the other day I was in the doctor's office and getting a treatment and I was talking to the nurse and I was telling her about how I've been through a lot of physical trials and I thank God he's brought me through them and he's given me peace that passes all understanding. And she says, oh yes, the best way, she says, to rise above your sicknesses is just be positive. And I said, well, yeah, there's nothing wrong with being positive, but that's not going to bring me peace. What's going to bring me peace is having a relationship with Jesus, getting the word of God out and speaking that word into my life, to press into the Word of God, to to receive the words and listen to those words and claim them for my own life. And she kind of stood back and she said, wow, well, I guess there is a little bit more to peace than just thinking positive. I said, oh yeah, yeah, there really is. And that's something that we need to seek and and we need to get the Word of God out and and seek for His peace in our life. I'm I'm talking about a peace here that's, that's vital for us to live each and every day. And and see, here I am in a doctor's office and this gal walks up to me and the first thing she tries to tell me about is I can find what I'm looking for by just thinking good things. And it gave me a chance. And I, I wasn't, you know, curt with her. I wasn't short with her. I basically just said, well, this is how I receive it. And it's something that, that you could receive if you just simply, you know, pick up the word of God and read it. And I said, let me just give you a scripture. And I gave her a couple of scriptures on peace. And all of a sudden she seemed to settle down and became very peaceful 
because we've got to speak that peace and believe that peace and then spread that word of peace to other people. All right. I um, I enjoy having peace. I hope that you do. I hope that's one of the goals that you have in listening to this podcast is that you would like to live life each and every day with more peace in your life. And you can have that. We all can. But once again, we've got to take some steps in our life to, to reach out and trust God to bring that peace into our life. I'm going to give you another scripture that's very important, I think, in understanding peace. It's found in the book of Philippians, written once again by Paul in chapter 4, verses 5 through 7. Wonderful words. I've, I've used this scripture before, and you can't teach hardly anything in the Bible without sharing some of these scriptures over and over again. And this is one that's so crucial for us to understand how to live in peace. And so Paul is writing this, in, and it's recorded in the New Living Translation, where Paul speaks in chapter 4, verse, start at verse 4, always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. Well, that's a nice way to start, right? Just always say, I'm going to be full of joy in the Lord, and I'm going to rejoice in that. Verse 5, let everyone see that you are considerate in all you do. Remember, the Lord is coming soon. Now, verse 6, this is very heavy, but very powerful. Verse 6, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and your mind as you live in Christ Jesus. Wow. Talk about something we need to repeat every day. And I know over these podcasts, I've used that scripture time and time again, but it's such a powerful scripture, one that will help us and lead us and direct that us in the in where we should go in our life in order to have the kind of peace that God wants us to have. So let's look at it once again, just a little slower. Let me read some of these words. Verse number five, what does it say? Let everyone see that you are considerate in all you do. You know, sometimes when if we walk around with a scowl on our face or our head down or our eyes down or and we don't have a smile, people just don't want to be around us. And so I think we need to have people see us as have some joy and put a smile on our face. And he says, let, let everyone that you see, he says, basically that you are considerate and all you do, that means you're kind to them. Remember the Lord is coming soon. And he says in verse six, don't worry. Well, you know, if, if just one thing I could get you to learn or accept or receive in this podcast today and throw everything else I've said, if you could, and all of us could just, these two words, learn how not to worry would change our lives. It would bring peace into our life. It would keep peace into our life. Worrying is something that just destroys us. When you start to worry, you know it's not the Spirit of the Lord coming upon you. You know it's not the Holy Spirit. You know it's not Jesus wanting to put us into a state of mind with worry. We know it's the devil attacking us. When worry comes in, we know where that source of worry comes from. It's him. He is the attacker. He's the accuser of the brethren. He's come to earth to kill and to steal and destroy. But Jesus came to give us life and give it more abundantly. And that's found in John chapter 10 and verse 10. So here, don't worry. If we can just get that in our heart, we'll receive everything we need from this podcast today. It says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. So let's just learn how to pray about every single thing in our life. Tell God what you need. Nothing wrong with that. He wants to hear that. And thank him for all he's done. Sometimes all we do is ask God for stuff and we're not thankful for what he's done. And I get checked in my spirit sometimes that I need to stop and say, Lord, I am so thankful that you've answered prayer. I've prayed and asked for it you to help me and guide me. And you've done that. And I thank you for that. We need to do that. And it says, then you will re- experience God's peace. Well, then that settles it. If we've got God's peace, we got it all. We got the peace that passes all understanding. We've got peace that'll keep us from worrying. We've got peace that keeps us away from having concern about all the challenges that we face. And through all circumstances, we will have joy in the Lord and we'll have peace in our heart. That's not a hype. That's reality. That's what the Word of God has to tell us. So in closing on this little teaching on the promise of peace, 
I think it's experiencing the reality of living and walking in the Holy Spirit. That's where peace comes from. This does not mean we will live above all trials and challenges in life. But what the Bible says about peace can become a reality in the life of every follower of Jesus Christ. I mean that, and I hope that you receive that right now. And so I pray now that, that we will all find peace and then help someone else receive the peace of God. Now, as we go through the, this series on the podcast deal, I'm dealing with all the promises of God, I should say, I want to challenge you to press in to receive what you need. If you have a particular need in this series of podcasts on the promises of God, just whatever that might be, as we're going through this series, and we've got a, quite a number of them yet to cover, and I've done about a half a dozen already, just get into this and listen to this. And if there's a particular need you have in your life, whether it be peace, whether it means hope, whether it means purpose, whether it means you need strength, you need wisdom, guidance, direction, you need to be blessed financially, whatever it might be, grab a hold of that and believe for it as you listen to these teachings, these podcasts on the promises of God. So when we do that, we we will change. Our whole heart will change. Our attitude will change and we'll start to receive the promises rather than wonder if there are any promises or wonder why we don't get the promises that we should have. We just start claiming them and believing for them and receive the promises of God. It doesn't mean we're not going to have trials. Remember that. But it does mean that we'll have peace to face those trials. But what the Bible says about peace can become a reality in the life of every one of us. I repeat that again, but that's so important for us to receive that it can become a reality in each and every one of us. Now, if we're in need of a specific promise, I'd like you to write it down. Get a little three by five card or something or put it in your cell phone. But somehow, some way, keep that in front of you. And as you read the word of God, claim that promise that you need. It might be that you need joy or you need a physical healing or you might need a financial blessing or that you just might need to just kind of learn to live a a happier, joyful life, then claim that promise as we go through these promises. And I know God will reach out and bless you and provide for you. So how much do you want God's promises? It depends on how much you pray and how much we read God's word and how much we ask the Holy Spirit to guide and direct us. We must never give up on God's promises. And I'm going to close this podcast today with this scripture. I think it's really powerful and one that'll help each and every one of us as we we close out this particular podcast dealing with the promises of peace. It's found in Romans chapter 8. It's verses 38 and 39 in the New Living Translation. Paul is speaking to the church in Rome. Listen to these words and receive them right now. Verse 38, Paul says this, and I am convinced, that means he's absolutely solid rock on this. I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today or our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Now, I can't think of anything more powerful to close with than those words because Paul was convinced and we can be convinced and we are are convinced that God is our source of peace and joy in our life. So Father, bless those who've listened in today. And I pray, Lord, that this will go deep into their hearts and minds and that they will walk in peace. And then they will share that peace with others. They'll be the kind of person that people walk up to and say, why are you seem to be happy? You're going through challenges like everyone else, but you still seem to be happy and you have the joy of of something in your heart and that we can share that with people. I pray that you would bless them, Father, and keep them. And I thank you once again for this opportunity and I give you praise for it. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, I hope this particular podcast has been a blessing to you. I've enjoyed it because I've been reading 
strengthened in my desire to maintain peace in my life. And I'm looking forward to the upcoming podcast dealing with hope, dealing with purpose. And those are ones that the Lord has put upon my heart to bring. And so you might want to let your friends and relatives and let those people know that we're doing a series that will touch them and bless them, dealing with the promises of God. So if you'd like to know more about quality Christian living, you can do that by going to my webpage at davidcfriendauthor.com. And when you bring up that page, you'll look right on the front of it and you'll see a link to all the podcasts we've done. Now, today's podcast was number 200 and I think it's 234. And so that shows you that in the last two years, we've had a lot of podcasting with a lot of subjects. We talk about the area of the gifts of the Spirit and operating in the, in the gifts of the Spirit and how to receive those wonderful gifts. We've talked about how to prosper in all things and be in good health. We've talked about how to have the joy of the Lord in our life. We did a series on business. We did a series on faith, a series on finances. It just goes on and on. There's 233 podcasts now. You can scroll down the list of them and find an area that will be of interest to you. We'll be continuing our teaching on the promises of God for quite a while. I'm not sure how long, but probably at least another eight or 10 or more podcasts that we'll deal with because there's so many different things that I want to discuss. Remember, as I started this series, I told you there's about 8,000 promises that God has provided for for us who are followers of Christ. And so with that, um, we can't do all those, but we're going to do as many as we possibly can as the Holy Spirit leads us. We'll ask for his guidance and direction. I'd like you to join us for the next podcast coming up, which will deal with God's promises of hope or of purpose. I'm not sure which one will come next. I need to ask the Holy Spirit to lead and guide me in that direction. So I'd like to close out this podcast with these words. I pray that the Lord will bless you and keep you and that his face will shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. May you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. And I thank you once again for listening in. And I pray that God will richly bless you in all that you need and want. And I pray that he'll give you the desires of your heart. And if we delight ourselves in him, that's our promise that he will give us the desires of our heart. I pray that you be blessed, that you'd walk in peace and joy and happiness and be filled. Thank you once again for listening to Quality Christian Living. I am your host, David Friend. May God richly bless you.